sights and tastes in tripoli by mabel loomis todd this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. fully two score languages and dialects greeted my arrival on the pier at tripoli the veriest babel of nationalities filled the warm air with clamor for two minutes of silence wherein to collect my scattered mental equipment i would have bartered even days on that strange shore and that meant a great deal a well-seasoned traveller to whom new people and regions and experiences have become an intellectual necessity or if you will a sort of dissipation like novels or overindulgence in curry i count every moment in each fresh country as rich with endless wealth of romantic and picturesque possibilities not always realized perhaps but always fascinating i was met by the astronomer and some english friends but they brought no carriage to convey me in state to headquarters no camel even awaited my coming nor the ever patient abused overladen and underpaid donkey they wisely judged that tripolitan methods of conveyance had best be indulged gradually and with circumspection thus it fell out that my first excursion upon unspoiled african soil was upon my own feet through the narrow streets followed by numerous sons of the desert bearing my luggage around corners innumerable through winding passages between high white stucco walls with tunnels here and there we threaded our way into the heart of the city suddenly a long iron rod shot out into the street exactly at my feet over which i barely saved myself from stumbling a baker was merely pulling out of his oven a wide flat shovel attached to that rather embarrassing handle upon which half a dozen loaves of saffron-hued bread had just attained the proper tint from the glowing coals knowing neither arabic nor turkish nor even maltese i could not effectively expostulate nor indeed ever after wished to discovering it as the universal if somewhat startling method of removing bread from the oven the baker's room is small but wide open what more convenient arrangement possible than to use the street as a sort of subsidiary apartment for manipulating the utensils of his craft but if one cannot in a few weeks residence in this unadulterated oriental community learn the prevalent if unusual languages current a few words in each grow to be a part of one's daily vocabulary from my window overlooking a white-domed mosque and a narrow street motley processions filed past from early dawn to midnight shortly after sunrise appeared droves of goats attached to a cavalcade of bells ringing as insistently as if for the sole purpose of awakening the town of tripoli the little hoofs too made a chorus of metallic clicks and the big arab who drove them sang a few guttural notes in unknown intervals farther sleep fled before the charm of the thoroughfares i soon learned the cry for potatoes for tomatoes for beans as the vendors all of different colors and nationalities strode by with their wares spread in baskets and trays upon their heads and it was not long before i recognized the voice and personality of a huge jet-black sudanese 
in rags and a fez who passed every morning with majestic stride crying the whitest of eggs when the street bakers have tripped enough unwary pedestrians before their shops the oven results are carried out to the bread market beyond the pasha's castle where all day long huddled figures wrapped in white barrican bargain and keep guard over piles of loaves of many unappetizing shades and shapes one must always have considerable cosmopolitanism ready for instant use when some kinds of oriental food are hospitably preferred as i had discovered in hawaii in many parts of japan and other regions but however peculiar and unnameable tripolitan edibles might be coffee was always delicious provided of course one likes it rich and strong with an arab flavor and made in turkish style after luncheon and after dinner one of the pleasant customs is to repair to the beach or to the marina there to drink this delectable liquid i was about to write though substance would more nearly express it white-robed and befezed arab boys run over the sands take the order and in an incredibly short time return with the tiny fragrant cups and the delicately rose-perfumed drinking water the low lap of mediterranean waves on the shore close at hand adds to the dreamy spell until all merely mundane cares are forgotten or exercised in languorous ease and joy of living as the nargila brings its lotus touch to perfect the starlit mood on certain evenings the turkish band softened by distance almost into harmony sends its interrogative notes over the white buildings and down the beach to mingle with the hum of voices and the gentle surf at the marina the coffee is equally good but the stage setting is more vigorous for here the sponge and coral fishermen come in from their boats at anchor a dervish with uncovered curly head stalks by the fish market is in full swing old men weaving coarse baskets crouch in corners and potters mould their water jars in shapes identical with the roman amphora of fifteen hundred years ago and frequently found just under the surface along this shore the fish market is a joy to look at brilliant scarlet equally startling blue bright green silver the exquisite bits of palpitating color lie in helpless heaps awaiting purchasers some of these fish are excellent eating others are more decorative than palatable but arab ways of preparing food give peculiar flavors even to things familiar one very hot day when the dry wind blew straight up from the desert bringing the tropics in its train we started for a luncheon given in our honor by a native family with european affiliations the streets were deserted even the inky sudanese had disappeared one here and there sleeping in some strip of shade under a wall donkeys and dogs were not abroad the heat was stifling literally too hot to ride as my interpreter said when he came to conduct me to our host's house so creeping along the shadow stealthily as if we sought concealment rather than coolness the white villa by the sea was finally reached opening the door brought at once a temperature of comfort from the thick walls of masonry which effectually exclude heat 
my hostess met me arrayed in very gorgeous plumage her hair was braided with a long strip of blue and silver silk her full blouse of pink and gold peeped from a round suave jacket without sleeves of red velvet embroidered in gold full turkish trousers of yellow silk were confined at the ankle just above heelless slippers while strings of sequins adorned her throat and forehead and arms several small children were brought forward and a few guests as no one spoke anything but arabic and the entertainment other than examining one another's apparel consisted wholly in looking through a stereoscope at half a dozen views the announcement of luncheon was the reverse of unwelcome we sat at a table before each guest a pile of eight or ten plates chickens cooked in odd ways several heretofore unexperienced vegetables a great variety of sour combinations tasting like pickles each came by itself and the top plate was removed after its disappearance the later courses were ever increasing returns to comfort from the diminishing collection of china before one several kinds of arab wine were served and a fiery liqueur of whose properties i am still uncertain the inevitable couscous appeared always welcome and at the end delicious turkish coffee but it was four hours before that repast came to an end so that i could properly leave however that was an advantage too for when i mounted my homeward camel the sun was sending long level beams over the glistening sand and the gently murmuring sea and the heat was less insistent my hostess waved good-bye from the balcony her sister bowed demurely while the other guests hovered in the background and i and my camel ambled up the street to the british consulate and a dinner to warm one's heart even in retrospect end of sights and tastes in tripoli by mabel loomis todd recording by betty b